Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crusher Talk with your friend, Haley Crusher Kane. I missed yesterday's Crusher Talk because I have an ear infection, which is something I have not had since I was a child. I was one of those unlucky children that got many, many ear infections. I remember waking up in the middle of the night with a horrible pain, and the only the only consolation was I was allowed to stay up and watch TV in the middle of the night, which even when you're in pain, is delicious. Um, I went to the doctor feeling a lot better and all should be well. Um, Hoping for no hearing loss on this end because that could be bad. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I just wanted to come on and say hello and um, connect with you as I do every week. Um, First of all, Craveworthy. That's what everyone's always wanting to hear, correct? Craveworthy. Um, Chicken galaba. Galaba? Galaba. I don't know how to say that. It is a Yemeni food, um, Yemeni food, Yemen food that is delicious that we have been eating a bit here. Apparently it, it's like a breakfast item. However, I feel like it's the perfect dinner item. It is a delicious chicken, spicy kind of chunks of chicken, little little chunks of chicken with onions and peppers and delicious spices. We like to have it over um, hummus, so just a bunch of chicken over hummus. Um, we've been having it at a place called Sheba Cafe, which is next to Yemen Cafe. Uh, both cafes serve Yemen food. It's sort of one of those situations in Hamtramck and all over the country where you see two almost, not identical, but but similar concept restaurants next to each other, not unlike Um, American Coney and Lafayette Coney in downtown Detroit, which is, they're both next to each other. Um, It's always fun because there's going to be people that are on one side or the other. And we've met several people that are team team Yemen Cafe all the way. Uh, We love Yemen Cafe for certain items, but Sheba has been just been incredible. And we've been really into this, getting this uh, galaba. Galaba. <laughs> so I'll put the um, recipe in there. It's actually, it doesn't seem too hard to make. Um, it's just, you got to have sumac, you know, cinnamon stick, a cumin. It's really about the spices. Like so many things in life, spice is the X factor. Um, let's see, headlines, Crusherverse headlines. Well, over the past week, we were tasked with an interesting situation, an interesting conundrum, not, not conundrum, I guess, opportunity. Um, to create a song that could potentially be used for commercial use with um, the help of our publisher, who we met through our label. We use Sweet on Top Publishing. And so far, you know, she, um, Christina, who runs this um, kind of smaller to medium-sized publishing company, she, uh, you know, works on sync licensing for TV, movies, and commercials. And um, she has our catalog, But this is the first time she's come to us and said, hey, will you do a thing that could possibly work for a commercial uh, for a client? So we don't know who this client is, but it is for a fitness brand. And she asked us to do a cover of Iggy Pop's Lust for Life, which our version, which we kind of we literally came up with it in two days with the help of uh, Brendan Golda on drums and guitar and our friend John Miller, who is our secret weapon from Modern Adult Kicks. He was our backing vocalist and and did some uh, guitar work on Modern Adult Kicks. He's in Los Angeles. He mixed it, and then we threw a digital master on that baby. We made three copies, one with vocals, one without, and one with just the chorus, and we got that thing out in two days, and it was 
kind of an exciting rush to do. It was also quite funny because our version really feels like it feels like a mashup of Iggy Pop's drugged out lounge anthem tinged colored completely changed by the crushers vibe which makes really makes it feel like a mashup between Iggy and Katrina and the waves I think that's the name of the the artist who does walking on sunshine I'm walking on sunshine um which is I fully know that I will get kicked out of Detroit if anyone hears this Iggy Pop being the first you know the first man of Detroit and first first lady uh Iggy Pop is not afraid to wear a dress but he's not a woman um not yet um Iggy Pop is you know an icon of Detroit and and Stooges are an icon even though um our label our label guy Bruce Duff did re- did remind me that that song was produced in Berlin and with used LA musicians, which, okay, well, fair enough, but still, um, we're, we're, we were just laughing. Like this is exactly what we need right now. It's a PR emergency. If this song ever gets out, we will be really, we will be, we will be pegged for coming to Detroit and just popifying and sparkleifying the entire city. And, um, that's not cool. So, <laughs> Let me just say for anyone listening that may be a Detroit local, I promise you it is not our intention to do that. Um, this is just an opportunity and and one of those things that I've been wanting to do to grow and to stretch, but I haven't I felt that the the idea of just creating music for commercial use just to like out of the blue, it feels very soul sucking to me, whereas coloring a song with a different flavor feels like a fun challenge, honestly. And we all know I like marketing. It's what I do for a living. So I don't shy away from it as long as, you know, we're not, we're not, um, pushing cigarettes or, um, you know, government war machines or anything like that. Hopefully this is just, if it even gets picked up, that's part of this whole thing is you never know. You never know who the client is and you never really know if it's going to get picked up. So we'll see. That's just a fun headline, kind of a first for the crushers and something that we pulled together in two days, even though I wasn't, I was feeling under the weather and, I don't know. I'm proud that we were able to get it done. Um, It probably will never see the light of day. And we do have some weird misgivings about the fact that it is this total drugged out song about strip teases and heroin and lotion for some reason. The guy's really itchy and wants lotion. (laughs) Um, We understand it is a hilarious and disturbing situation. Um, Okay, next. Okay, Bandcamp Friday is coming up. I'm really bad about doing things for Bandcamp Friday. If you don't know, it's something that was created during the lockdown of 2020 when artists were really hurting um, as a way to ensure that funds from their merch stores on Bandcamp would go straight to the artists without fees. That's a wonderful thing. I'm just really bad at like coinciding drops with that date. However, this Friday, we are finally, finally, finally putting up some signed test pressings from Modern Adult Kicks, Vintage Millennial, and Cool Lame, which have never been sold. We have only sold Jacaranda test pressings, and those went very quickly, and they're gone, all of them. Um, We're going to be putting two of each test pressing up in a personalized kind of, not personalized, but sort of a handmade DIY 
record sleeve. It's signed and with some interesting artwork. So it's going to be a fun offering and it'll be on our band camp on Friday there. I believe I'm going to be doing it at noon Eastern um, and I'll be sending a newsletter out about that any day now. So if you're not on my newsletter, you should get on there because um, as much as a Substack is a fun place to just connect with you and share a little bit of my life and the Crushiverse with you, the newsletter is always full of like more of those those links that are tangible and, you know, merch stuff, drops of new videos and such. Obviously, I don't want to be on here yammering about all that sales stuff because that's not what this is for. These are audio gifts and I hope that they just brighten your day and just make you feel like you're hanging out with me and that is the pl- the point. So, um but anyways, I felt like I should mention that cuz we haven't dropped anything in a while and our merch is woefully low. We have very few of everything. We're sold out of mostly everything. I'll be honest, we just don't have the money right now. We don't have the cash to infuse into buying new merch, but I promise you once we do get some new t-shirts, they're going to be amazing. We have a couple designs and they're going to knock your socks off. Um, What else? I'm reading Rosemary's Baby by Ira Levin. He also did the Stepford Stepford Wives, which you may or may not know, was part of the inspiration for the song Cul-de-Sac. I've been wanting to read Rosemary's Baby for a long time. I really like the, the movie. Um, despite the director and all that controversy happening with him or has happened with him. Uh, I won't get into that cause I'm actually not that well versed in it, but, um, anyways, the book is very cool. It's, it's knowing the plot and then reading the book is such an interesting thing because you know, you're, you're like noting all the Easter eggs that the author is leaving and it's just kind of a good book to read because it's suspenseful and creepy and I love, I love a creepy ambiance. So, um, just putting that out there. Um, I am looking into possibly writing for the Detroit Metro Times. I met with the editor, Lee DeVito, the other day, and he is a charming individual who is just exactly the kind of person that I miss from working on newspapers and alt weeklies. The people, there's always these really amazing people that are just so dedicated to validating and uplifting community stories and so invested in journalism. And I really do admire those people that can keep a team together, a skeleton crew together, as the print journalism world continues to, let's just say, sink like the Titanic. It's been sinking since I got my degree in print journalism in around 2008, 2009. So um, I just have a soft spot for anyone who's working to, I don't know, continue that, that age-old tradition that has been around for a few hundred years now and who knows if it'll continue and we'll all do, everything will just be digital but um it's a great paper and I'm looking into it and I'm working on a, a story that will possibly be printed in the paper so that's exciting um I'll share that with you guys if and when that gets published um what else oh another thing about print journalism Rocket Night Magazine which is a female-owned magazine with the aim of keeping print music journalism alive and just breaking and delving into uh, new and established artists, I guess. There's a good mix of both newer artists and established artists, um, is having us on the cover, having actually me on the cover, which is, ah! um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely 
the the Haley of social media is not me. It's my client. Like I treat that person as its own entity. And so when I was asked to do a photo shoot and interview for the magazine, I was like, I'm going to bring the stage Haley for that. And so the cover is really cool. Um, I'll link it here and you can actually pre-order a physical copy now. It's one of those things where you're going to have to order it now if you want it because as we all know, print journalism, print copies of, of physical media of any kind is expensive. So um, I do encourage you to pre-order it if you're interested. There's a big spread with a ton of photos of me and Dr. Kane at Small's Bar, as well as some live shots of us. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to give too much away, but there's also an interview in the um, in the magazine. So if you're interested in that, uh, I will leave the link as well. And I just feel like, wow, my first, uh, cover magazine cover probably ever. Um, well for, for music anyways. So that's kind of exciting and just wanted to share it with you guys. Um, what's next? Okay. Sparkle of the week. Sparkle of the week goes to Dr. Kane. He is helping a friend with medical bills by helping sell, um, his old comic book collection, his friend's old comic book comic book collection, not Dr. Kane's comic book collection. However, Dr. Kane does often sell comics and it's a way to make extra money. And it's just a very fun sort of commerce flip, you know, gambling activity. I mean, anyone who sells on eBay knows it's quite addicting and it's also pretty fruitful if you know your customer. So, um, Dr. Kane has stepped in to help out with that. And I just thought that was really cool. Um, I feel like Sparkle of the Week can also just be like anyone doing a good deed for anyone else. So I'm just going to keep my eyes peeled, but eyes peeled, eyes open, ears peeled, the ear that's working anyways. Um, so that's Sparkle of the Week. Um, and I guess I'll leave you with Quality Thought of the Week because this is just a quick one. And um, I'm making shepherd's pie, so I have to get to my potatoes. Quality Thought of the Week is from the sparkly, amazing forever iconic, wise, wonderful national treasure, Dolly Parton. And it is, if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. And isn't that the truth? Today in Detroit, the snow is melting. Uh, It's still very cold, but I went on a walk where the sun was shining so bright and I was walking through the sidewalk that was is finally cleared because, you know, I guess the sunshine came out and melted it. But it, it reminded me that Although it was was cold, although it was snowy, it was also bright and sunny at the same time. And in life, there's just that duality. So it's important to remember that if you want to feel all the great joy, you have to feel all the great pain. There's no turning off one without the other. And there's no numbing one without the other. So I'll leave you with that. I hope that you're having some rainbows this week. Um, If you're having rain, hopefully rainbows come soon. And I'll talk to you next week. Sparkle hard.